can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Welcome everybody to Beauty IQ, the podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Fleming. And I am your co-host, Hannah First. Hannah, Kim and Pete. I know that I you've already you. posted about it on Instagram, <laughs> but I was screaming. Watch, I, I watch the Kardashians every Thursday night. I Same. was watching it with Hattie. We we're both looking at each other, like screaming, like Same. mouths open. Could not deal with that whole story. And you know what? I want to just thank Kim for being really honest about that situation. Like she went after him. She was like, yeah, it's going to be she a little bit fun. Him. Like she yep. was really open about it. I loved it. <laughs> but the main thing for me. Yeah, yeah, it might be the main was thing the pimple cream. Oh, no, no, no. So, yes, uh-huh. I thought that was adorable. But my thing was she was married to Kanye for a long time and then yeah. she said she's having the best sex of her life. Yeah. He, oh, oh, that's a kick in the face, that isn't is, it? <laughs> I can't believe that they left that in. But anyway, that's, that's yeah. good on her. Having, I, I just yes. feel like she is living her best over 40s life. Yes. It really, she is. Actually, Courtney is as well. They both are. And, and I've got mm. to say that uh, my, after she told that whole story, I have really changed my tune on Pete Davidson. I think he mm. sounds adorable. He sounds yes. She just loved when she said he's the best human. Is that what she said? He's just oh, the best. <laughs> I feel like giddy thinking about it. <laughs> and I love that she was like de- said DT. She was DT. Yes, <laughs> I know. I, it was a whole other. I think this whole new Kardashians was a little bit more honest. Honest. Than- the yeah, previous, yeah, yeah, yeah. Previous series, which I really appreciate. And I think he loves her to bits. He just adores her. Yeah. You can just tell. Yeah. And she can't, oh. she's got that giddy smile of being yes. loved. She's like, it's so you know, nice. that, it, you know, you know the it's smile. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. And now they have matching white hair. He looks good with the white They're hair. They're in their platinum era. Yeah. He does actually. Mm. He can pretty much do anything at this stage. <laughs> And my mum, my mum, my mum says he's like we both. We both said the styling. She's obviously styling him up because he's always got yeah. those cute Prada sunnies on, which I love. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're they're looking good. Yeah, I think it's really um, a contentious topic as to whether you like the Kardashians or not. But in a world where you can so easily get cancelled, I really appreciate that they still put their personalities on the line for our entertainment. Yes. Like it is a lot to put your personality out there and to have people critique who you are. Mm. Um, so I just think that, yeah, I really liked that she was honest and open. Sorry to anyone that doesn't like Kardashian's chat. but <laughs> And also we should have said spoiler alert. <laughs> if my boyfriend doesn't put pimple cream on me when I've fallen asleep, I don't want him. Oh. So, uh, why, but why did she call it pimple medicine? That's what I couldn't I quite know. understand. She, yeah, I think she, it was an American okay. thing. I don't know. We would never call Her it pimple that medicine. Now. Yeah, she probably does have something compounded by a pharmacy. Yeah, or something. true, true. <laughs> a miracle treatment. Anyway, uh, what is on today's episode, Hannah? 
So on today's episode, uh, we are talking about what to do when you get a black toenail. I'm excited for that because I currently do have a black toenail. I do <laughs> Did also. That for you? I I do. We should also get my mum to come back on at some point because she's just had her whole toenail removed because it was oh, black. Oh, why? Because she had to because it it was black and it wouldn't grow out. Anyway, that's for another oh, time. Okay. Um, then <laughs> we are talking about the products that we always repurchase. That's a solo with me and Joe, and of course the products we didn't know we needed. So, honey, you mentioned to me the other day that you've got a black toenail, and Linda's also got a black toenail. <laughs> yeah, but just let me quickly say, I don't know what is going on, but last night that toenail fell off the day before <gasps> this the night Uh-oh. before this interview <laughs> it's good timing because we have podiatrist dr sam abdul malik joining us today thank you for coming onto the podcast to give hannah a personal um <laughs> appointment we appreciate that pleasure <laughs> weird timing isn't it because i thought that toenail because it happened months ago i thought oh i'm fine that toenail's nothing's gonna go wrong but you have just been on a big hike Yes, I did just do a big hike. I wonder yes, if that true. has been a contributing that's, factor. That's, that's and and it and it fell off. And then last night, I like knocked it very, very like not hard, and then it fell off. But there's a very thin nail underneath, oh. so I wasn't sure what's Freaky. going on there. <laughs> I've never lost. I've never lost a toenail, so I don't know what's under there if it comes so off. The the I had shellac on there, so the shellac and the the top half of the toenail came off and then there's this very thin layer underneath that's not quite a toenail. Okay. okay. Hannah, Hannah, you're describing like the the most typical presentation of, okay, of the, uh, the what we call yeah, the black toenail. So yep. don't feel like you're alone in that okay. one. Everyone's, everyone's uh, well, most people will lose a toenail in their life. So if it's, if it's happened to you now, it's pretty, pretty scary at the start, but yep. what you've described is the common appearance. So Great. obviously... Uh, like you're saying, you know, it, it shouldn't be black. Usually our toenails are, you know, whitish in colour. And when we see something like that happen, uh, you know, it can be pretty scary at the start. But the, the most common reason for a, a black toenail would be, I guess the most common reason would be trauma. Uh, and that can be, you know, blunt trauma, like you've dropped something on it, someone stood on your foot, something like that. Or in, in your case, hiking, uh, where you get well, repetitive micro trauma. I actually stubbed my toe months ago ah, right. and then yeah. it did go black and then it was fine. And then I went on that hike and it's fallen off. So yes, yeah. giving it a real, okay. giving it multiple traumas from all different directions. <laughs> well, you've done both. Yeah. You've done the, the blunt trauma. So stubbing the toe, <laughs> yep. kicking something, uh, that'll definitely be the contributing factor there. Yep. Uh, and then, yeah, micro trauma. Sometimes people don't notice it, just wearing a tight pair of shoe, shoes mm. or even a loose pair of shoes where your foot's moving in the shoe yep. and you're getting some sort of uh, force, repetitive force, uh, that, that can do it as well. But either way, it's, uh, it's some sort of force, some sort of trauma that causes that uh, bruising. I'm surprised I haven't had a black toenail before. Have you ever been in a club, Hannah, wearing like open-toed shoes and someone wearing heel steps onto your toe? I've had that, that happen so many happened. times and somehow I haven't lost a toenail yet. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, but that kills. Oh, I just can't even think about the pain of that. You mentioned the bruising, Sam. So what is actually happening under the skin when it turns black? Yeah, so uh, the, the skin underneath is, is pretty vascular. So there's lots of little blood vessels underneath that skin under the nail bed. And uh, what, what basically happens is the, the technical term for it is a subungual hematoma, which is like a pretty bad bruise where you get your, um, 
whatever force, whatever's happened, uh, causes those little blood vessels to break. And when they rupture, they, they release the blood in the, in the surrounding area. Now, the, the problem is with the nail, it's, it's pretty well contained, that area. So mm. it doesn't really have room like, like our skin to, um, to just spread out. And so usually that's, that's why you, you get that pooling of blood underneath the nail and that stains the underside of the nail and, and you, you get the appearance of what looks like, a, you know, at the start it might be red, purple, uh, bluish, that sort of colour. And then as the days go on, it sort of, uh, and then skin dries up, it becomes a film underneath and, and that's when we get that, um, that black appearance underneath. But that, that's mm-hmm. what's happening essentially. It's just a big, just a big bad bruise really. Mm-hmm. And um, does the toenail always fall off um, if it has turned black or is there a way to salvage it? It's too <laughs> That's late a for really you, good question, actually. Yeah. <laughs> too late for me. Yeah. Uh, if if you get it really early on, if there's a lot of blood pooling on uh, first day or so, you know, it'd be it's still in the liquid state. So, and and I should go should go back a, a fraction here. The reason why the toenail would fall off is usually it's going to separate from the nail bed. So mm. if it separates, then then there's no coming back from that. Unfortunately, it's uh, once it separates, you can't re-adhere it. But the reason it separates is because, like we're saying, the, the blood pools underneath. It's got nowhere to go, so it sort of uh, pushes up. And if it's pushing up and causes that separation, then you get you, you, the, basically the nail is starved of the, the nutrients that it needs to, to become a viable nail or stay a viable nail. Mm-hmm. So if we get it really early on, you've heard of people maybe piercing the nail and, and releasing oh. some blood. Um, that can happen if it's really early on and, and pressure is causing a bit of pain. And uh, in, in those cases, you can you can salvage the nail because you're not causing that separation. Mm. But after after that, then typically, invariably, it would fall off if it's um, if it's damaged that that far and it's all black, for example. Likely, it'll fall off and be replaced by a uh, a new nail. If it doesn't fall off, like how long on average would it take to resolve? If it just goes black and then nothing happens, will it just grow out? My toenail was dark for until it fell off. Like, a, and my mum's also had a black toenail that would not resolve at all. Mm. So once the think about the blood underneath as a you know that bruise that we're talking about. Once it dries up, it becomes just a film, and it's there, and it's it's uh, it's sort of adhered to the bottom of the nail, or it's just floating there, and it stains that underneath the surface of the nail. So really the way that it's going to resolve in that case is that it, it's going to grow out. And, and that then just depends on how quickly your nail grows and how far the, the extent of the bleeding was. So if it's a complete nail, we know that nails, um, typically a, a toenail will grow at about the third of the rate of a fingernail. So if you, you know, use that as a sort of, as a reference, typically it's going to be about six months, could be a year and a half even for a, mm. a nail to fully grow out. Whoa. And that just depends on how much, you know, if you only had the staining in, in one corner of the nail, for example, that would grow out a lot quicker. You'd be cutting that section off pretty quickly within a few months. So one one to two millimetres a month is what we'd expect. And so if it's the full nail, then it's the full course of the, you know, you'd be chopping off little bits and pieces every time you, you're cutting mm. your nail. Uh, but the most important thing is you, you want to see that uh, growing out with the nail. That's, that's probably the, um, as long as it's growing out with a nail, we don't worry too much. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's not resolving. It's just a matter of time. And um, is there technology like LED light therapy that can help with a black or bruised nail? Yeah, that, that's a that's a big one at the moment with the uh, the LED uh, the light technology. So 
obviously used a lot in aesthetics because it's uh, stimulating the collagen production and trying to heal and, and, and creates a bit of heat there. So in, in using it for the nail, it's, it's something that people have used, but it, it really depends. There's, there's a number of variables there. What the technology would be doing in that sort of scenario is not trying to uh, change the colour of the nail as such. We're not staining or dyeing the nail. What you're doing there is trying to increase the, the heat flow to the area. You're trying to stimulate the healing rate. And so basically that's causing the bruising to sort of dissipate a bit quicker and causing that, you know, you're bringing heat and uh, nutrients and oxygen to the, to the area and trying to stimulate that growth. And by doing that, you can potentially hypothetically anyway, be increasing the healing rate, just, just like anything else where we, you know, tear a muscle or have a bruise or something like that. And we, you know, do things to try and stimulate and heal a bit quicker. That's what we'd be doing in that case. So I think it, it has a, it has a use that, you know, it, it can't hurt to try, but it shouldn't mm-hmm. be the hallmark obviously of a treatment plan, mainly because it's going to cost you a bit of money as mm-hmm. well. So that would cause a bit of pain. So if I was getting married next month, I've stubbed my toe, <laughs> it's gone black and I yep. I know that my SE ballet slippers nail polish isn't going to cover it. What would you recommend I do? If I come in and I'm like, Sam, I need you to help me, what do I do about <laughs> this? What are you going to do for me? I think we'd have to try and, and uh, get the healing as quick as possible. But if you're getting married in a month and you ha- and the whole toe, toe is black, mm. the whole toenail is black, then that would be, a, you know, we'd be up against it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But definitely there are, there are some uh, nutrients that you can get through, you know, supplements, so vitamins, your, mm-hmm. your, so things like biotin that you can buy from the chemist and that will have the right amount of supplements that you need to, to try and generate that, that growth a bit quicker. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can, you know, if, to be honest, if you're trying to, if you're getting married in a month and you're trying to do everything, you'd be hitting it, hitting it with everything. So mm-hmm. you would do your LED light therapy. You try and get that to, to be as quick as possible, even though it might not completely resolve it, it might bring it down to a manageable state where you mm. can then get your nail polishes to cover mm-hmm. it. But mm. with, with some things, unfortunately, it does take a little bit of time. And, and the technology that we've got these days is, is really, really good in terms of trying to speed that up. You know, we mm. want things to happen a lot quicker and if we if we come at it from multiple angles, like the vitamins, like the light therapy, that sort of thing, then we can definitely move that. But it really depends on how quickly you're going to heal, and mm. uh, you know how bad the damage was to start with. Okay, well, I've got poor circulation, so I think I'm screwed. Luckily, I'm not actually getting married, and I don't actually have a black toner. <laughs> I think I'd be going for like a, a prosthetic kind of situation <laughs> <laughs> if it was me. Yeah. <laughs> there are technology. There are there are. If you needed to cover it, there are things that you can do to to sort of recreate a nail that that uh, yeah. will give you that appearance. But that's only for emergency situations where you would be getting getting married in a month or so. So now that Hannah's got that little toenail that's kind of like a a little soft version underneath, how long should she expect? for that to take until it's no- a normal well, nail. I can't wear closed-in shoes today because it's too painful today. Yeah, oh. right, right. When the nail grows back, it's a fine film like yeah, you're describing yeah, now, yeah, yeah. and that, that needs protecting. Okay. So it, it, is, it isn't as strong. The keratin of the nail isn't as strong yet. So that will build up usually about six to nine months oh. is when that sort of returns to a full you know, sort of nail. But it's not a <laughs> it's not a six to nine months and then it you know snaps into gear. It's a it's a gradual okay. improvement. Yeah, so yeah, you yeah. you'll notice that every day, every week, yeah, uh, it's a slow thing. Every week you'll notice a little bit of improvement there. Cool. But I would recommend in the meantime keeping that protective because okay. the 
the nail bed, the, the skin. With what, a Band-Aid or something? Uh, probably something a little bit stronger okay. than that. You know, you can get little toe sleeves. Oh, you okay. can get uh, silicon <laughs> sleeves or something like that. It's very good. <laughs> you you right can time. put a Band-Aid on okay. if you like. But uh, definitely something, you know, I've, I've even made custom toe caps for people before. Okay. Uh, say wow. they're playing footy or they're playing a contact sport. It does feel very... Um, like it could rip off at any moment. Oh. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's a very weak still. Yeah. And, and, and that's that's just like skin, you know, when, you, when you've when you cut yourself, mm. the skin gets replaced with, you know, a, a, a pinker, softer version and that's easily, yeah. that's needs to be protected because it can easily break. Yep. And it's the same thing with the nail. The nail serves a protective sensation for that nail bed underneath. Yep. So we, we, always, mm. we always want to protect that until it's strong enough on its own. It's good to, to keep that. And protection can also be like like you're doing correctly there, not wearing something that's really constricting and, you know, mm. tight in the toe box and causing a bit of pressure. Uh, to be honest, I don't really leave the house, so I'm just wearing slippers. So I'll, okay. I'll keep it nice and safe. Well, that's the life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really oh, do it. I don't do much. So <laughs> You're the perfect patient yeah. then. <laughs> I'm not out in heels at nightclubs, I can assure you. So no one's stepping on my, my toenail. <laughs> not, not in this state. You don't want that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nails are so weird when you think about it. I'm I just know. the whole time you've been talking, I'm thinking like how weird are nails that they just grow out of your body. Like, yeah. What? You don't you don't notice them. Yeah. <laughs> don't notice them until, until they turn black or they're ingrown. Yes. Or, or they get discolored. People just yeah. don't look at them. Mm. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Sam. That's been very thank helpful you. for Hannah. Pleasure. Now she doesn't need to go and see a podiatrist. <laughs> thank you. We've done this segment a few times, Hannah, in the mm-hmm. past, and these episodes always get really good downloads. So, <laughs> so that's why we're doing it. That's why we're doing it. Joe's trying to hit her KPIs, you guys. Please share this episode Before with all end your of financial year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, but kind of. Um, so, we're talking about the products we always repurchase. Now, this is likely to change, you know, in the six month period that we wait between doing these episodes. But a lot of the time, these products remain the same because once we get obsessed with something, it's like you can't change our minds about it. So, we've both written a list of products. My list is a little bit different to yours, Hannah. There's quite a few double ups, but it- yeah, I haven't included some of the categories that you've included because I'm like, oh, I uh-huh. don't really repurchase things from that category. Like, a lot of the time with makeup, and this is just in full transparency, like we get gifted a lot of makeup. So mm-hmm. I don't feel the need to purchase it myself because brands know my shade and they'll often send samples out of new foundations or they'll replenish ones they know I like. So I don't buy a lot of makeup, um, but I do buy one particular makeup product that I will talk about. But Hannah, why don't we start at the top of our list and make our way down? Sure. So we've got SPF um, and I'm actually allowed to talk about this product because I I don't get samples. I have to buy it. So um, Ultraviolet Supreme Screen, I have repurchased it. Oh, yes, you've bought it yourself. So so (laughs) many times, yeah. Um, And I always, I actually took three tubes over with me to Thailand. Um, They've got the big 75 mil, the big boy. Mm. Um, And, yeah, there's not really... I don't really have any other sunscreens that I that I use. Um, mm. It's probably like the only sunscreen that I'll use. The reason being is that when you find a sunscreen that you love and you and you are committed to wearing it every day, and it's like it's not 
sometimes sunscreen can be a chore to add mm. to the routine. This and so for me, once I found that sunscreen, because it's the most important part of my routine, um, I just stick with it. Yeah. See, with sunscreen, I feel like I still haven't quite found the one yet. Mm, I'm, okay. I'm happy to rotate. And so on my list is like lean screen, the ASP sunscreen, I don't mind, the meso aesthetic sunscreen I've talked about before. But I, I really liked this one that I got sent that we don't stock. I think they have it at Priceline, but it's not like a. it hasn't gone through the TGA process. Like it is considered oh. an SPF 50, but it's like it's more of a primer than it is a sunscreen, but it's an SPF 50. Okay. So I was using that and loving it, but then I was like, oh, I just wish it was, you know, properly regulated for me to feel mm. comfortable to use that every day. Like you don't want to get five years down the track and be like, oh, okay, that no, that wasn't an SPF 50. <laughs> have you tried Supreme Screen? Why don't yes, you? Yes, I have. Not uh, your vibe. The fragrance felt a bit much for me. I could just smell it on my face all day. That's why I go with Lean because um, it's, a physical, but it's also um, got no yep. scent. I'm just really, I notice scents really easily. I've never noticed a scent with that. And also <sighs> with uh, Supreme, I found that if I was in the sun or heat, it would, and I don't know if this is because of the chemical component of it, but I would find that I'd be redder. So it would flush my rosacea a little of bit. Your rosacea. So I yeah, tend so to opt for more of a physical, physical. sunscreen or a hybrid, um, just because I find that's better for my skin personally uh serums so i i haven't actually repurchased any serums i'm pretty sure really i pretty much get top-ups but what i will say is that i do go through like i go these are the ones that i go through and then i and then i'm about to repurchase and then like i'll be in contact with the brand and they'll send me like a christmas pack or something so Yeah, yeah, yeah i'm sorry i do have to have that caveat in there yeah um Aspect Pigment Punch, I've gone through, I think, four bottles of the Mm -hmm. Pigment Punch, three or four. Um, Aspect, the B17, the same. I've gone through quite a few of those. Murad Resurgence Retinol Serum. I think because I talk about that so much, they just keep sending it to me because they change (laughs) packaging. So I... The reason I recommend that one is because my skin doesn't tolerate um, retinol very well, but it really tolerates this one. Mm. I absolutely love it. So they're probably, oh, and then obviously SkinCeuticals, Flourish and CF. I've gone through quite a number um, of the vitamin Cs from the SkinCeuticals range. That Murad Retinol, one of my friends was uh, messaging me and she's like, oh, my skin's really dull at the moment. I don't know what's going on. Like we've been doing some needling on her and she's like, oh, the only product I've stopped using is this one. She sent me a photo of that oh. Murad Resurgence one and I was like, oh, that'll be it. Oh, I love that. Yeah, she'd only stopped using it. And so I had one open and I just gave it to her. I'm like, just just take it. <laughs> I've got so many others that I can yeah. rotate in. But, yeah, she thinks that that's what contributed to the dullness. I have repurchased the La Roche-Posay Dermalogo Serum, mm-hmm. the Alpha H Vitamin E, the Aspect Super PD, the Dermalogica Smart Response, I haven't repurchased myself yet. I had one cent and then I had a spare. So oh, I am going so to repurchase jealous. that. I love that serum. Yeah. I love it. And then I always repurchase the Super B and Radiance by ASAP because even if I don't use them that regularly and I'm like trying other stuff, I just always like to have them there. Just they're my safety net of like if I have done something wrong with my skin, that's how I'll ease myself back into all of my products again. Um, you've got a foundation on your list. I was going to go straight to moisturizer, but I know we all know this is Hannah's favorite. 
So, um, yeah, Estee Lauder Double Wear is, I would say that's my ultimate foundation and I I go, I don't actually wear foundation very often. So, for Mm. me to go through jars of this is quite impressive. But the other one I wanted to talk about was Ultraviolet Dream Screen because I took that to Thailand with me. I'm almost empty. That will be my next repurchase. Like I've mm-hmm. I've I've down I don't really wear foundation very often anymore. So I'm mm. like really liking a tint instead. The only foundation I've repurchased in the last couple of years is the Alabeche Superfluid Sa- yes. one with the SPF 50. But that don't, don't send us but we just can't. No. <laughs> I love it. Um, so I'll buy it myself. But yeah, it was. Uh, it's a very, very nice foundation. It's really that's really a tint as well. Yeah, I would say that's more of a BB cream kind of yeah. finish. Um, I use that as like an evening foundation, though. I know that's ridiculous, but it's really, really nice. I've got a moisturizer on my list. Obviously, it's Phytostat 9. What else would it be? Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like yours would have to be that Dermalogica Biolumin C moisturizer. Oh, actually, you I haven't repurchased it, but I have actually went through the whole thing really mm. quickly. So I loved the. I'm a bit of a um, moisturizer whore. I don't really <laughs> stick to one moisturizer. I'm not monogamous with any moisturizers, so... <laughs> Uh, let's talk lips yeah so um i did purchase this and absolutely love it it's the mac amplified um lipstick in half and half Mm. but when i'm not wearing lipstick and i rarely wear lipstick anymore i use the laneige lip sleeping mask um i have it in like three or four flavors i and i also like their lip balm as well Mm. and i pretty much have one of those lip balms and one of those lip sleeping masks like everywhere so yeah. um, that would that would be mine. And I know yours is uh, pretty pricey and you did She's actually repurchase it. Very, I absolutely did repurchase this. I, I wish the brand would send this to me because it's bloody expensive. It's the PCA Hyaluronic <laughs> Acid Lip Booster. Um, I am obsessed with this. It really does a have good a one. hold on me at the moment. Um, yeah, love this product. And then the other product that I have repurchased as well is the Bobbi Brown Oil Infused Gloss. Um, the shade is in the buff and I wear that at least a few times a week in lieu of lipstick. So I would wear lip liner and then put that over the top. Or if I'm doing full glam, I would do lip liner, lipstick, and then that on top. I just love it. It's such a nice nude shade, uh, but that I have also repurchased. So both of those with my own money, everyone. <laughs> I do something really rogue is I buy brush cleaner. They've never sent yeah. me any brush cleaner. Oh, it's good the Cinema you. Secrets professional <laughs> brush cleaner. I I use that flat out and I I just love it. It's the best. I use so, Dr. Bronner's and you just you can't finish a bottle of that. It just okay. goes forever. <laughs> I do. So I finished, I think I've gone through three bottles of the yeah. big Cinema Secrets bottles. Mm. So if you're looking for like, it's, do you know why? Because it's instant. It's yes. an instant cleaner. Yeah. That's what I love about it. Okay. Yeah. Tan. What's your, I know what yours is. Mine's the Loving Tan two hour um, in dark, but they recently released the platinum one. And I don't really mm. like sleeping in tan, but since Hattie and I got our spray tan machine, we've actually been using spray oil solution, which obviously we don't sell at a door. Um, I really like the color of that. But if I, if I don't have time to do a spray tan, I need to do something midweek or we just can't be bothered getting the machine out. I'll use the Loving Tan Platinum. Mm-hmm. which I'm really, really liking. But Loving Tan 2-Hour Dark is just like my OG. 
I've repurchased that so many times, I can't even tell you. And Hattie purchases it as well. I've um, repurchased the Tuscan Tan self-tanned mm. foam. I think I'm on my third bottle now. It's a nice one. Yeah. To be honest with you, I did take that over to, with me to Thailand, but when you do, I wore 50 plus all the time walking around. Yeah, and I still, you know, get you still get color. So I didn't actually yeah. end up using it over there. But um, as soon as I got home, I actually put it on, forgot that I couldn't have fake tan on for tattoo removal, turned oh. up at Big Dermal Group. They're like, have you got tan on? And I was like, oh, I forgot. Oh, no. So yeah. you couldn't have it done. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting it done this week. So uh, cleanser. We have the same cleanser on our list. <laughs> so Bioderma, Sensibio, is that how you say it? H2O. That's mm. both of us have got that as our micellar water. For cleanser, I have the Aspect Puristat 5 cleanser. Um, it's like a gentle exfoliating cleanser. Great for oily skin types. And I think if you're kind of prone to like breakouts like I am, I really need to get in there for a deep clean Mm, and mine's the ASAP Gentle Cleansing Gel because um, that's really the only thing I keep going back to. And actually, I got my sister onto that and now she repurchases it every time I do a staff order. She buys oh, two yes. every time. Yeah. Yep. Uh, hair. Uh, so I actually repurchased this for everyone in the family. Um, it's Olaplex <laughs> number f- We all love this. Olaplex number four Including and Rob. five <laughs> bundles. Not Rob. <laughs> my mum uh, my mum and my sister Alice and I all use it. The Olaplex number five and four and five bundle. Um, I just like love the shampoo and conditioner. It's really good for dry and damaged hair. To be honest with you, because I've cut all my ends off, I don't really have damaged yeah. hair anymore. So I'm going to be using other stuff. But um, I just ran out of the number four shampoo and I've still got the conditioner. But um the good, the best thing about this shampoo and conditioner is it's really good for damaged hair without like adding like excessive moisture and slickness mm. to your hair. So mm-hmm. it's like you, and it's so for curly hair types, you basically it doesn't strip it, it doesn't strip the hair, but then it doesn't over like coat it with oil or anything. Mm-hmm. So it's just like a really a really good shampoo and conditioner. What's yours? Mine is the Virtue Recovery Shampoo. I've repurchased that so many times. Again, a brand that I love, but they just don't send us anything. (laughs) Um, And the Christopher Bunn Scrub and the Hydrating Melting Mask, I have repurchased multiple times as well. Absolutely love those two products. You've just reminded me I need to do a hair scrub um, yeah. later t- later tonight. I've got that one ready, the, the Christopher Barnes scrub. They did send, do you know what I love? When brands repackage, they send yes. you the new one because yeah. they've got new packaging. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like we don't want the old packaging on your story. No. Um, something else I've stopped using is perfume. I've become mm. very minimalist, um, but I did accidentally drop very on brand. I dropped yeah. my new bottle of Juliet has a gun, not a perfume super dose. I smashed it um, and got a new one because I love um, that scent. It's not actually perfume. It's not a perfume. So it's mm. Cetalox, I think, or mm. whatever the Cetalox, Cetalox yeah. anyway. It's made from like a molecule that's actually based, we've spoken about this based off whale vomit, mm. um, ambergris. So anyway, yeah. look up if you if you want to know all about it. When did we talk about that? It was ages ago. We can share the link to that episode yeah. in the episode notes. I don't think I've purchased a new perfume for myself in years. Um, no, I, I haven't, I haven't really either, but, mm. but candles, candles I on the just, other hand. 
I just repurchased two candles. So Lum- yeah. Lumira are my favorite candles. Mm. Um, I repurchased the Terra Australis and the Cuban Tobacco. Those two, the Terra Both Australis great. is my favorite. Yeah. Um, the other thing I always repurchase is the Ciutrudon wax melts. Yeah. Um, which you put into, I put into an oil burner. I did smash my oil burner the other day. Oh, my of course Mason you did. <laughs> <laughs> and do you know what? I left the glass on the floor for a week. I did clean it. Oh, my it God. Up. Hannah. I was going away. Are you okay? I was stressed. <laughs> no, I'm not okay. <laughs> uh, I repurchased the Cuban tobacco as well, and I've repurchased Glasshouse Hamptons. Nice. What's next on the list? Uh, hand wash. Hand wash. We both have the same one. Aesop. So of course. I I repair I bought two bottles of the Aesop Resurrection hand wash. I mean, I use so many different hand washes, but same. those are the ones I actually purchased myself. I've just finished an Aesop one and I'm actually gonna swap it out for Grown Alchemist for a while. Nice. I just want to try that. I haven't used yeah, I haven't used it yet, but I'm gonna swap that out. Really, and use that. really nice. Um, and I also repurchased the Blue Mirror refills for their hand wash because they come in a really nice glass um, vessel. Can they really nice. make that in Cuban tobacco already? I know. Surely they come do you reckon on. they have and we just haven't seen it. I don't know. I would love that if they could make the hand wash in Cuban tobacco. Then I could just sniff my hands. <laughs> and get um, turned on. Um, my last one on my list, I had one more than you. Yes. And it was nails. Yes. Essie Ballet Slippers is my go-to nail yes. shade because I do my nails myself for the most part um, and that's my go-to. So I've I've made a decision on nails. I'm going to start doing my own nails because after my nail um, – Yeah, so little mishap. Basically I paid, what, $50, $60 for those nails and yeah. then I had to pay another $30 to get them removed. What? Um, $30 yeah. to have them removed? Because yeah, well, I got – I had to get them manicured. I oh, got yeah, manicure yeah, yeah. as well. But, like, yeah. basically it cost – $30 on top of my... It's so uh, expensive. That's why I started doing my own nail art. I just started practicing. Yeah, I've decided I'm done with that now. I mean, I mm. maybe for special events, but nah. SNS is a lot of upkeep. Yeah, oh my God. it is. Oh, also, the other thing that I repurchased is the the quick dry drops. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. I've got so many bottles of those. Yeah. Um, I buy them all myself. So, yeah, that's, that's our list. I bet I'm going to think of something later and be like, why was that not on my list? <laughs> So I might have to do a secondary one in the Facebook group. But that is our products that we continue to repurchase or continue to empty. Off the back of our little nail chat towards the end of that last segment, I actually do have a nail product as my PWD KWN today. It's the Essie Hard to Resist Nail Strengthener. Uh, now, you think nail strengthener, you know, whatever, it's just a basic product. What I really like about these is they come in two shades that mm. only give your nails the slightest wash of color. So the one that I have in my hand right now is the Glow and Shine and it's like a pink tinge. Ooh, it looks and really so it nice. it gives your nails this like beautiful, glossy, like healthy looking finish. And then the other one they have is purple. So if your nails tend to yellow a little bit, it's great for neutralizing that color. It's like a purple Ooh. shampoo for your nails. I like to think oh, wow. that. Um, so 
I really like that one because if you fake tan a lot and stuff and you find that your nails can get discolored, but you like to have long natural nails. Or if you that's smoke. definitely one to have. Yeah, or if you smoke. <laughs> um, you shouldn't be listening to this podcast if you smoke. Shame on you. <laughs> but I really, really like these and I've been using them flat out. Like Megan lent them to me because she got the um, samples and I think she's going to have to pry them out of my cold, dead hands if she wants them back. <laughs> they're not going uh, back to Megan. You know, they're not. <laughs> Anyway, that's mine. What is yours? So there is a new hot man smell brand at Adore Beauty. I would actually call this what is like it? it's called Molten Brown. I just I've been ah. waiting for it. I've been waiting for it to come online because I've been using all their stuff. And I'm actually so I'm I'm so um resistant to use it because this you know when a brand is smells so bougie, you don't yeah. want to waste it. That's yes. how I feel. It's expensive too, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's it's on the bougier end. I think yeah. the candles are Lumira prices. I don't. Yeah, okay. They're not. They're not Citroen prices. So, uh, it's basically home fragrance, body, and hair. Um, and so my favorite that I've been burning is the Molten Brown Tobacco Absolute, of course. Mm. Um, we've got that's another hot man smell smell to rival uh Cuban tobacco. Um, but there's heaps in the range for hot man smells. Um, I'm also using the Geranium Neferum. Would that how, would that would that be how you'd say uh, it? Do I not know. know. <laughs> oh, I feel I just hate trying to pronounce things I don't know. So that's a body wash, and I've actually got mm. it here. It just smells like a hot man. I don't know how else to describe it. <laughs> She's it just smells. sampled it on air. A kaleidoscope of minty geraniums, carpet, the temple garden of Nefertum, god of perfume. Okay. I don't yeah, know, I but know. anyway, it's it top notes of fig leaf, accord, and bergamot. A heart of geranium and jasmine. That does sound lovely. It's got some woody, ba- a woody base as well. Um, but there's other ones that I haven't tried that sound amazing. Listen to these names. Russian leather, black pepper, Ooh. suede oris, neon amber. So I feel like this would be the best gift for like your mum or like yeah. your mum would love it. It's so bougie, um, mm. but it smells amazing. And they're, um, it's English. Molten Brown mm. London. But yeah, if you want to give a give something a go, I would suggest the Molten Brown Tobacco Absolute Candle. I don't think I got any ca- I got a couple of samples from them, but they were like sweeter smells, so I'm going to need to sniff that. I feel like I just smell like I've used the body wash today. It's just smell like a yeah. hot man. Yeah, we love that. We love that. We love it. What what else attracts hot men? Hot man smell. Hot man, hot man smell. <laughs> um so you just told me earlier that you're going on another trip which is news to me well it's 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 a work it's a work trip I don't want people to think I'm not working yes it is I'm going over we've um so a girl I we we both know um we did fashion week with her she used to work at um L'Oreal and she was like yeah I'm going over to Bali for like a month and I was like I'm gonna come and work remotely so I had a few commitments that I had to do in Melbourne and and it's getting so cold and I just thought it's freezing. I'm sorry 2022 is about being the best year of my life and so I'm not yes. going to let Melbourne winter get in the way of that. So oh, good for you. <laughs> so I've just decided that um this year's about me. I said 33 is going to be my best year and I really have to to go and follow that. So yeah. Um, that's what I'm Love doing this year. And the only issue is that my hairs, I 
yeah, my hair's really short now, so there won't be any curls, which is a bit disappointing. Oh, what? It doesn't go curly when you have it short. No, it doesn't. I let it dry oh. the other day and it was like it was like Hagrid or little it was like mini Hagrid. <laughs> Like it was short, but it was like this. And it was, it was, I couldn't, I just couldn't even go out in public like that. So, Lord um, Farquaad with frizz. <laughs> yes. <laughs> However, it takes five minutes to straighten. Oh, it's like the a dream. dream. And also, my hair stopped, my hair stopped shedding. So, I've stopped ah. getting hair everywhere. Oh, well, maybe a lot of it was breakage. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> probably. Yeah, my hair's still falling out. Most that's, likely. Uh, that's another story. <laughs> yeah, so I'm very excited, you guys. There'll be I'll be recording this from from Bali. Sorry, Joe. Mm, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> Do you remember I'll be that sitting day? in my new house? You know, oh, in the true. cold. You're getting ahead, and I'm standing still. No, you're not. You're living life. <laughs> all right, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks everyone for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated.